Hello there. This is uh, Destiny Rachel. You can call me Rachel. That's fine. This is uh, Justin Thalys, also known as Thalys Art on the social medias. And I'm Ryan Starfire. And we are the Senate. That's us. Senate. That's the one. We've had an episode in the bank so far, but back again, and you might notice we have a sec or a second, a third voice on the podcast. <laughs> do I, do I mean nothing to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say last week we said, "Oh, it's like the master and the apprentice." The, the rule of two. Sis, yes. Yeah, the Sith always deal in two. Yes, and... I've killed Justin, and I'm now here. <laughs> it's um, okay. So you it know, was, I've asserted my dominance. <laughs> I was, I was gonna go with that. I was gonna go with Justin has a bit more chaotic nature, so he would lean more towards the Sith side. So sure. to bring balance to the Force, mm-hmm. Rachel had to come in. Or we could say I was trying to hype up Swayze last week. Sorry, Justin. I'm gonna keep calling him Swayze. I've called him that for like the eight years That's, I've known him. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to hype up Justin last week and be like, he's the guy that knows all the Star Wars. He like he's the most knowledgeable Star Wars guy I know. And Rachel th- said, "You thought," and she had to come on. So, <laughs> hello <Yes>. there. <laughs> it is I. I got like big gray Jedi energy in this house, so don't worry. There's a place for us all. <laughs> well, we'll figure out where everyone lands, depending upon a lot of the stuff we talk about, but. I think the same rules are going to apply as to what we've said. I'm relatively a novice in terms of the in-depth that Star Wars has to offer. I've seen a Star Wars or two on the movie screens, maybe on the television screens, but there's a wide range of the Star Wars I do not understand or know. But I do know Rachel and Justin do know those things. And so they maybe end up teaching me about some stuff. And maybe you guys listening too, if that's why you're here. I can only hope to get it out of my head, so you know. <laughs> the amount of the amount of just benign information that I know that's just trapped in here, it's uh it's it's nightmarish. That's how I Listen. feel about um, Sam Raimi Spider Man one quotes and the rooms <laughs> Tommy Wiseau quotes. Yeah. It's just a no. lot of benign information. I can attest that's a to little- that. That's a little bit more of a nightmare, honestly, than my Star Wars trivia, but I'll let it slide. Well, I am something of a scientist myself. (laughs) No! No, I'm something of a prequel (laughs) memer myself. (laughs) This is what you've signed up for, Rachel. A lot of Spider-Man quotes, even though this is a Star Wars podcast. Well, you know, we actually used to do that a lot on on the other podcasts we were on, so you'd say we're going back to formula. (laughs) <laughs> it's fine. I'm a, I'm a Marvel encyclopedia as well. So if we just decide to change the theme of the podcast in the middle, I, I'm ready to go. Yes, pretty much anything under the Disney umbrella, Rachel will <laughs> probably be the grandiose force in knowledge on that. I so. got you covered. Yeah, we'll figure that out along the way. Well, with that then, welcome to our second episode here. Episode and two. What better way to get started, as we've described in the past that we will be pretty much talking about new news topics with Star Wars, past news topics with Star Wars, and we'll introduce or give a bit more information to some characters and some words that are used in different languages. So, relatively some newsworthy topics that we have deemed, or I guess Justin has deemed, he's the one doing the research right now. (laughs) So with that, Justin, 
What is it this week? What are we talking about? What are we learning about? Well, this week it's 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 another sem- semi older topic, I guess you'd say, because it came out last week. We should have talked about it last week, but I totally gapped it. Um, but Matt Lantar has said that he's going to be back as Anakin at some point in the future, which he wouldn't have said unless something is in the works, because you know that's a gamble if you do. So that's a big deal to Clone Wars fans and Matt Lantar fans, um, in particular. So. He, of course, played Anakin Skywalker in The Clone Wars, uh, most of the video games since then. He's, he's a great voice actor. He's a great guy. I love him. I'm a big Matt Lanner fan. I mean, like, one thing that I need to get out out front, just, you know, first episode of the Senate that I am a part of, is that I am, like, the number one Anakin Skywalker fan in the world. So if anything has to do with Anakin Skywalker, I am there. I am ready to go. I have my, like, Darth Vader t-shirt on just crying over, you know, anything having to do with him as a, as a general person. So any news that Matt Lanner has done anything is like, okay, you could have said like a word in a random episode of something and I will be here just ready, ready to clown, ready to <laughs> just absolutely stand. So it's fine. <laughs> and it's a, a beautiful thing to say that because you are an Anakin fan. All three of us somehow have found each other. <laughs> Being Yay! amazingly big Hayden Christensen fans. Yes. Also. Little Italy, represent. <laughs> yep, Little Listen, Italy for it's sure. It's not oregano. That's where the money is. <laughs> I still have not seen Little Italy yet. Me and my friend oh. Connor have a pact that we will only see it with each other. So, And then, you know, the coronavirus happened. So we did not see Little Italy. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah, Connor, please. Please watch this movie. Connor, it's, please. I've watched, <laughs> I've watched this movie upwards of 10 times, and it's it's not a good movie. <laughs> Hayden Christensen is Hayden, in it. That's what yeah, Hayden no. does to you. Hayden, he pulls you in. He's like, I'm here, perceive me. Just Watch when you think me. you're out, he pulls you back in. It's, it's a beautiful Amazing. thing. All right, well, with that, sh- should I be surprised that Matt Lanter is coming back to voice Anakin? Because it does, like, voice acting work doesn't seem like that offers much surprises as someone coming back doing a similar role that they've been doing this whole time Mm -hmm. at any point did he say he was out or did we assume just anakin was not coming back he never said he was out but with the closing of the clone wars you kind of think you know what else are they going to do with anakin so quickly yeah Um, since he kind of made his transition to vader by the end of the clone wars mm -hmm. you're kind of wondering all right where is he going to go but i mean my thoughts are right we're doing I think there could be a lot of different possibilities we could do here. I mean, they're going to do the Ahsoka show, and, you know, Anakin in any form could show up in that Ahsoka show. You know, if there's anything that's just voice acting, maybe they don't want to get Hayden involved in on it. If there's any, you know, like, Force Vision that's not really going to involve him. Like, we know Mm -hmm. that they've manipulated different Obi-Wans' voices together for Force Awakens for some of those Obi-Wan voice lines. Like, we know they get creative. So, really, I think that it's likely for a new animated project, you know, what you know, whatever they got cooking over there. But I also think he may be a part of some of these live action shows. We don't really know. I have a dream that it's for another battlefront, but that's just me. Mm. Yeah. So also this is a little bit of tidbit of information. Nothing confirmed at all. But there have been rumors spreading about potentials of animated movies. Um, whether that be Clone Wars era, pre-Clone Wars, after Clone Wars, you know, Galactic Civil War, I don't know, but there's been rumors, so, you know, if they were to, say, take an arc that they 
didn't finish for the Clone Wars because there's a lot of unfinished content. Yeah. And turn it into a short movie. They could do it. They could have Lanter come back for that. For sure. And that's kind of how they started the whole thing, you know? Like, they started Clone Wars with a, with an animated movie. So I think if any if any animated Star Wars thing right now was going to get another movie, of course, like, Clone Wars would be the first thing that would come to mind for me, for sure. Oh, oh yeah. So we're following Jabba's teenage son this time, is what we're saying. <laughs> yes. Road of the Hut, yeah. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you guys are telling me. That's what I'm gathering. That's exactly it. Okay. You've cracked the well, code, Ryan. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm in it now. Uh, <laughs> so I guess with that question and a bit of the Anakin talk earlier, this is a bit sidestepping the conversation of Matt Lanner. We know Anakin is coming back for the Obi-Wan show coming to Disney Plus, the live yes! action. Yes. And Hayden. Hayden and Anakin are synonymous. Hayden's coming back for it. Do we think that is flashback stuff from the Clone Wars, or is he gonna be Vader and they're gonna mess with his voice? Well, okay, so Kathleen Kennedy described him being on the Obi-Wan show as the rematch of the century. So, I don't know if that means it's a vision that they're fighting, if they're Uh fighting, if he's gonna fight Vader, and it's gonna, I mean, Vader has a habit in combat of getting his mask all messed up, so you might see Hayden under it. Or it could be a flashback to the Clone Wars, but whatever I don't know. it is, I will cry. So I, I, I almost cried when they said that Hayden was coming back because I, I've already got Ewan back, and now I've got both my boys back. Yeah. All I need to do is see them in their Clone Wars outfits, and I'm gonna die. If they wear those like general outfits, I will lose my shit. Like the armor. Like, yeah, like Obi Wan yeah. in that white armor, and Anakin with like the you know the dark with like the the burgundy or whatever it mm-hmm. is on it. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I will lose it. I will lose my. I will my go shit. crazy. I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I, like something that I think would be interesting but wouldn't work at all is if for some reason Vader found out where Luke was and Obi-Wan has to fight to protect Luke, but it just wouldn't work with the timeline because then Vader would keep coming back. <laughs> like, Vader would not let Luke live there. But So I'm trying to think of some other sort of well, scenario. In in the old canon, like in Legends, yeah. there were times where Obi-Wan left Tatooine. Yeah. Um, and he what he would do is he would leave another Jedi in charge of watching Luke, and he would sometimes go off and do really important stuff. So if they did something like that, that could work because, um, For you sure. know, like like you said, if Vader knew he was on Tatooine, he just wouldn't leave until he found him. Yeah. So. Well, do we do we think Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru go on vacation somewhere? Obi takes along from far, and then Vader finds them. <laughs> All right. Weekend, we, weekend at Obi's. I would I would love to I would love to just see like little Luke with like aunt and uncle walking down a bazaar and then you just see like Vader start to stalk them and then you see like Obi-Wan behind him and they're just like all walking down the street and you're like what is this clown like car situation like just, this is the most ridiculous the shot thing of the I've ever hallway seen and they're all walking yeah, in different right, doors and, 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 each other. and nobody sees each other and they're all just walking yeah. <laughs> Star Wars got really weird in the last few years. Right, I don't on. know what happened. <laughs> oh, man. All I'd right, love to well, see it. yes, Matt Lanner coming back to voice Anakin in some form. We don't think it's going to be the Obi Wan show. That's I don't think so because they got Hayden. 
Yeah. The only the only way I can think of is if, like I said, if they do some voice manipulation stuff, if they, you know, if for some reason they couldn't get Hayden to do everything that they wanted Hayden to do, because Hayden's got a farm and a family, man. He's got things to do. <laughs> Hayden Christensen has, has has crops has crops to uh, I don't know pill. I don't what what do you do with till? I don't know what you do with crops. Plow? Don't ask me. I'm Farming? not a farmer. Really, man of his talents. Yeah. He's but, got. He, he straight up lives on a farm in Canada yeah, with a small child. Him, but he's like within an hour of where Justin and I live. So. We could find him. <laughs> we yes. could theoretically. Please don't. Please we're leave not, the We're man not home. going to. <laughs> no. You know, there's, a, there's, a, pand- there's a pandemic. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad when that has to be the excuse not to stalk Hayden Christensen. But, you know, whatever works. <laughs> yeah. I was ironically just going to tell Rachel Bilson how much I love the OC and Hayden opened the door. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're, they're divorced happened. now, but it yeah, doesn't I was gonna matter. Say, didn't they, they, get divorced? They, they still co-parent. They she divorced? might still be there. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Which means Hayden yeah. is back on the market. Yeah. Just for me. There we go. Exactly. Just for me. Hayden, hit me up. Good luck. He's closer <laughs> than me. <laughs> it's time for me to move into Ryan's house just so I can be closer <laughs> to Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, Hayden, we've mentioned quite a bit. Matt Lanter, Lant, yep, Lanter, we've mentioned quite go. a bit. Matt Lantern. They are the Lantern. <laughs> That's what I was going to say too. I was like, is it Lantern? No. He's uh, the light of my life, so you know, it makes sense. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> oh man! Yes, both them voicing a Skywalker. Well, that's not the only Skywalker that exists. There's a lot of Skywalkers. And There's a I ton think of that them. Leads, I think that leads into our character we're learning about this week, our meta character in the Star Wars verse. Yes. And who is that? Absolutely. So Ryan, I dropped some I dropped some pictures of my girl in the Discord if you want to g- give her a give her a little look see. Um so one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars that has been unjustly erased no I joke. But um you know <laughs> one that I am mourning every day of my life um her absence in the canon is uh, Mara Jade Skywalker. She if you know anything about legends you know Mara Jade Skywalker. She is an icon. She is a red-haired queen that could just absolutely kick my ass and I would thank her for it basically. Um you know Mara Jade in a sentence before we go in a little bit deeper she is um she was the emperor's hand she was a pilot a smuggler a sith a jedi and luke skywalker's wife the mother of his child and uh she was uh you know murdered uh by a family member so that's fun um i want her back (laughs) <laughs> I, I want her back in both canon and legends, but we'll get there. Um, do you have any questions off the bat, Ryan? Or do you want me to just jump into from little Mara and diapers for you? What do you want? You can definitely jump in there. I'm just, these are my first like images. I didn't, I, we did confer that this is who you were going to talk about. I was like, uh-huh. I know the name. I couldn't remember if it was Luke's wife, Luke's daughter, mm-hmm. what it was. I'm getting... Number one, does she have a pink lightsaber? She has a purple lightsaber. That's a purple lightsaber? Okay, so it's yes. the color of this picture. She's very reminiscent looking of Black Widow, mm-hmm. I would say, in a, a picture of these are two. But I do like the quote on the card, I guess, in I, it would be one of the Star Wars playing card games. Yes. Of, I'm a fighter. I've always been a fighter. I want challenges. I crave them. So 
she sounds like she's, she's the an best. ass kicker already. One of the great things oh, I don't yeah. know if you want to if you want to read what's on what's also on the card of one of her little special moves. She can also protect her uh, her husband and son there as a special move, which I think was really cute on the card. It is. <laughs> so right. yeah, Mara Jade. Um, so she has. The typical uh, Palpatine backstory for many of our Star Wars characters, where she was just minding her own business as a little girl, and Palpatine snatched her and was like, I think I'm going to take you home with me. And, you know, so she ended up on Coruscant. Um, Palpatine stole her from her parents. What's interesting is that not only did Palpatine train her in the ways of the Force like he did a lot of kiddos around that time, because he just wanted his little army of Force-sensitive children, um, like the crazy dude that he is um he also disguised her as one of the imperial dancers so she had her own role in coruscant that was like a normal person's job (laughs) whereas you know people thought that she was just one of palpatine's like ladies of the night um (laughs) justin get that palpatine painting out of here (laughs) that's a beautiful painting he watches me sleep He's already taken over Mara Jade's life, and now you want him to take over her portion of the podcast? Why would you do this to her? I couldn't resist. <laughs> it's treason, then. It's treason, He's done, then. <laughs> He's done enough. <laughs> yeah, so that was what's kind of cool about her, is that she kind of had this day life where people thought that she was just like, you know, one of one of Palpatine's favorite ladies that was just a dancer in the in the palace, but, you know, she trained with the Imperial Guard to become... Uh, the Emperor's Hand, one of the Emperor's right-hand kind of assassins. What's interesting about that, one of my favorite things about her kind of quest to become the Emperor's Hand is that one of her final tests was to actually break into Moff Tarkin's quarters. So if you think about Tarkin and how, you know, scary that guy is, (laughs) imagine Palpatine telling you, hey, in order for you to become the Emperor's Hand, I want you to break into that guy's house and him not know that you broke into his house. Like, I even just thought about that. I was like, I'd rather do anything else. Like, no, even Vader at least would kill me quickly. You know, if he told me, like, go break into Vader's castle, I'd be like, yeah, sure. The worst that'll happen is he'll, you know, slice my head off and it's it's done, you know. But Tarkin, it would be like, Tarkin, it would be like psychological torture. I would, you know, no, thank you. (laughs) But she did it. She's amazing. We love her. Um, She's very frightening. So she did that. And then she goes around the galaxy killing a bunch of people for Palpatine, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, Her main role around that time was to hunt down remaining Jedi. So, you know, she was one of the... She wasn't a part of those types of groups that you would see on Star Wars Rebels or the likes, right? She wasn't an Inquisitor or anything like that, but she was kind of of her own standing to wear. That was the main thing of what she would do, but Palpatine would also have her go and kill other <laughs> other non-Jedi people for, for fun. Like, just, hey, go take care of this person for me. So she had a telepathic link with Palpatine during this time. So pretty much then she didn't have to like call him up or get letters, you know, whatever from him or anything. She would just be walking around and be like, hey, I need you to go kill this person now. (laughs) I need you to just go and do this. She'd be like, all right, sounds good. Um, What was interesting about her dynamic with them as a group is that so she was really jealous of Vader for a lot of the time. So, cause she, ironically, she didn't understand why he was so obsessed with Luke. She didn't get it. And I'm like, Haha, joke's on you. You're gonna marry that man. But, um, <laughs> you know, she was like, I don't understand this guy. He's not listening to Palpatine. He's not doing his, his shit. He's just obsessed with this kid. I don't get it. Um, but 
you know, she still worked with Vader. She still was like, all right, we're all, we're on the same team here. So I'll, you know, I'll interact with you. We'll get the job done, but I don't like it very much. An interesting little fun fact about that relationship is that at one point, um, Vader asked her to go get intel on R2 and 3PO because he wanted to know what had happened to them, but he didn't want it to be tra traced back to him. So he actually paid her to go and find out what happened to his little droids, which makes me want to cry, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so it just yeah. gives Dave Filoni another reason to make an episode. Yes, exactly. And to bring me Mara Jade. It's just, it's, yeah. it's easy. I'm providing the material, Dave. I'm providing it. Um, so yeah, if you kind of move forward a little bit, move for further into the original trilogy, right? One of the first places that you would see her in the original trilogy, um, if George Lucas loved me more than he does, is that, you know, she infiltrated Jabba's palace um, as a dancer, right? Because she was a dancer for, you know, the Imperial as well. So she was one of, one of those girls. And she actually watched Luke kill the Rancor. Um, Oh, okay. So she saw him from there and was like, "Oh, so you're the you're that kid, <laughs> you're that dude that Vader's obsessed with. <laughs> what the heck?" But you know, she had a she had a job to do. She she was supposed to spy on Luke, but you know, she wasn't supposed to kill him or anything really. I don't think so. She bounced after that, but pretty much when Palpatine was killed at the end of Return of the Jedi, his like final thought was, you know how he had this telepathic link with Mara Jade. His final thought was, you will kill Luke Skywalker. That was kind of his last thing. His last command. In, his last command as he fell into the abyss, right? So okay. she was like, all right, I will go kill Luke Skywalker now. What she didn't realize, like she thought it was just vengeance, you know, in the, you killed my dad kind of way. But a lot of it was brainwashing because, you know, that telepathic link was uh, kind of sinister, which she, <laughs> maybe she didn't quite realize at the time, you know? How, how dare he? How dare the the big bad brainwash you a little bit. Who's to say? Um, but yeah, so what's interesting is that as she would interact with Luke then, Luke kind of tried to make her realize that, you know, it's kind of like, listen, I don't think you're a bad person. <laughs> In true Luke Skywalker fashion, he's like, I, I think I think you can do better than this. Come on, just let's hang out. Let's do some stuff. And they kind of, they begrudgingly worked together like on and off. And she was a smuggler for a time and he met a whole kind of group of people there. But eventually... Luke won her over. She uh, she became a Jedi Master. What's interesting um, is that she used Anakin's lightsaber for a period of time um, before she made her own, her own little purple lightsaber, which I always think is really fun because I love I love the legacy component of the Skywalker lightsaber. It's one of my favorite things, um, and I think it's really nice that you know she's not she's not a blood relative. You know she marries Luke around this time, but like. She's someone that I think like Anakin would have been happy for his lightsaber to go to, you know, like he's someone that that knew her that was in a similar situation as her. And she's someone else who like grew to love Luke and was changed by Luke. Um, so I think that's really special. But yeah, so she married Luke. They had Ben Skywalker, which you may <laughs> you may recognize the name. Um, do not confuse him with Ben Solo. That is a different person. Um, ben Skywalker is a cute little redhead, and I would die for him. Um, basically, Ben is young, but I don't know how much you know about Legends, Ryan. Do you know a lot about Legends? No, that's okay. one of the areas I have zero expertise okay, in. Okay, perfect. So I'll give you, like, spark notes for a sentence so that you have the context here. Han and Leia had twins. Their names were mm -hmm. Jaina and Jason, right? And then they had a younger yeah. kid named Anakin. 
Luke and Mara had been. So basically, Mara Jade took in Jaina as her apprentice. So basically, she had Ben as her son, but then she also had Jaina as an apprentice. And where things got shit was that Jason, um, like the little shit he is, I love him, but God help him, um, turned to the dark side and became Darth Cadius, but did not tell anyone in this family. It was a whole big secret. He was killing people, and then he would go to Luke and be like, I don't know who killed this guy. I just found him dead. It's like, it was you. It, it was you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing and so basically since Mara Jade is the smartest woman alive she figured this out and once she figured this out Jason murdered her whoa and yeah it was a bad what, time what's nice about this though is that um, Mara could have become one with the force like, like Yoda and Luke did eventually but she chose not to because she wanted her body to be left there for closure purposes for Luke and their kids I love her so much Wow, okay, so she chose not to become a force ghost, but to kind of leave that yeah. last sort of pinpointing thing. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And so, yeah. I assume I assume in the movies that's that Legends children across the Leia and Luke is where we got a combination of Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. One or yeah. the other. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. the 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 idea for Ray and Kylo was supposed to be another kind of dynamic of Jaina and Jason, um, but you know, sequel trilogy development kind of was hell. So, um, twists twists and turns occurred. <laughs> twists and turns, and we also got a bit of the Force connection talking throughout the, I guess, newest trilogy of Star Wars films. Yeah, is it similar to that with Mara and Palpatine? It's a little different because I think that, you know, I don't know. It all depends on how you kind of interpret the way I, that Ray, the Ray and Ben's worked, right? Because they introduced that mm. whole dyad thing at the end, and that was supposed to have, like, a an effect on why that was the way that they were. But it's dissimilar from that, but it is also dissimilar from something that you would find with Luke and Leia. It was... Uh, third I, one. No, it's okay. So I don't really know how to categorize it, honestly. I don't. I'm trying to think of something similar, but I can't really. I would say it's a lot like how Professor Xavier communicates with people. Oh like yeah. How he, okay. yeah, yeah, how yeah. He, like talks to them through their head. For sure. Okay, so it's like Aquaman talking to dolphins. There's like a yes. <laughs> you yeah, kind of see talking. it in The Rise of Skywalker uh, when he's talk. He talks to Kylo, um, like mentally. He, he, mm. like, he doesn't see him. He just talks to him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of gotcha. similar in a way, too, to how... Um, I'm trying to think. Hmm. I mean, it's hard because he didn't really talk to, to, to Mara after he died. So a lot of what I'm trying to compare it to is stuff, you know, like when Obi-Wan tells Luke to use the Force and, st- you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that as, like, a Force ghost. But really, it was an awkward situation where the man is still alive. He's just far away, and he's like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going to put this thought into your head because you're my little you're my little slave right now, so I can, I can just tell you to do whatever I want sort of thing. It's, it's kind of wild, though. Like, this whole description, this whole blip that was her entire life, but your description of it, she seems like a very rich character not to use. Yes. <laughs> you think you think they would have figured that out by now? Let's just say I have my own theories about, you know, what was going to occur with this sequel trilogy and, and why some casting choices were made. And that, you know, 
things took twists and turns because uh, I do not think that Carrie Russell was a coincidence. Let's just say. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. See what you're laying down a little bit there. Well, yeah, that's that's a lot to take in. That's a character I've only heard the name of, but did not know she was that involved with the main story. I guess yes. we'll call it the main story of the films, but yeah, it's it seems very silly that they left all that on the table and yeah. did not figure a way to maneuver that in somehow. It's entirely possible it could be brought back into canon because there is a whole time that hasn't been explored with Luke in particular between six and seven. So she realistically could be introduced, could be a huge character and then could die before Luke has been solo followed to the dark side. Yeah. And I think that was going to be the original plan because, um, so I don't know how much you've heard Mark Hamill talk about his experience with the last Jedi, um, and development and stuff like that. But he had kind of said that he had his own kind of backstory he had created for Luke um, as to what had occurred to make him this character that he is now, right? And the backstory he had created for Luke was that he had a wife and child and his wife and child had been killed. And he said, that is something that I cannot say happened in the films, but it is something that I believe happened to Luke for me to be able to perform it in the way that I did. So for me, that says a lot about what was kind of going down in, in development at the time and kind of what the original idea was for how things were, were going to go. So... And yeah. it does kind of lend to the hermit closed off life that and like how standoffish he was with everyone and everything mm -hmm. at that point. And at the end that, of Force Awakens, it looks like he's standing in front of a grave. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, but it's not ever discussed. <laughs> so. Yeah. We just got weird milk stuff instead. Um, yes. Great. <laughs> to each their own, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, you I, got one I or the other. I would have preferred Mara Jade Skywalker, but the milk is fine, I guess. <laughs> I, I do love milk. So, there we go. This, this is Justin a canon loves, fact. loves his milk, so it's fine. Makes your bones stronger. <laughs> I have had the, the blue milk, at least the blue milk I have had at Galaxy's Edge, and it is delicious. The green milk is not as good, which I guess tracks. I uh, on the topic of milk, I was I, I fell down the stairs with a, with a glass of milk the other day, which is great because I'm moving. Oh, I'm so like sorry that you, that that happened to you. <laughs> like you were you were moving with the milk, or <laughs> no? I'm moving. I'm moving houses, and now there's just a giant milk puddle while staying. Yeah. I cleaned it up as best as I could. Mm. It's okay. But like you can not just. Enough that it's sticking around. <laughs> well, it might be. You can I just won't, blame I won't Star be Wars. here. It's okay. You can just say Luke Skywalker showed up and, and got a yeah. little messy with, with that giant. Luke got a little messy with the milk? With the giant squid milk. I don't even, I don't know what oh. those things are called. I they're, called they're called sirens. Sir oh, I see. Yes. Sirens. That is true. All right. From uh. sirens to Mara Jade. That to was milk. <laughs> to milk. There's a lot to go off of there, but <laughs> would you say we milked we're gonna, the topic? <laughs> Ryan's like, please, please stop talking about milk. <laughs> I cannot segue milk into our next topic. <laughs> it's fine. Don't and even it just try. keeps coming back. Just don't even it comes try. Back to milk. Just move it. With, yeah, we're just we're just gonna move right along. Very interesting though about Mara Jade and that that and milk. 
She's the best. And I'm sure she'll come up again because I just love talking to we'll her. We'll see so. her. We, I, I'm almost certain that we'll see her again. There is a Thrawn plot coming and she was introduced in the Thrawn trilogy of books. So let's also, say I also don't think that's a coincidence either. <laughs> there's also, they've, um, they, Disney has trademarked the, uh, the title Skywalker Academy. So. Mm. Okay. But. So we got that. The last time we saw Luke technically now is at the end of Mandalorian and he was... He might be going to find a bride soon. Yep. I wonder well, if that'll be you for... Think that's why he got Grogu. For... Yeah, I think so. I wonder if that trademark will be for uh, Disney purposes. I'm wondering. Because I'm always suspicious, right? Because I'm looking at what they're doing for the Disney hotel and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I know things have been in development for a long time in regards to... Because they always want to try to make it as interactive as possible. So I'm wondering if they're going to kind of switch from the Jedi Temple sort of things for kids that they've been doing recently to more so Skywalker Academy themed thing for kids to switch over to kind of the stuff that they're going to do in the TV shows and things like that was showing Luke training the kids. I'm wondering if that'll be if that'll be a thing that's occurring because I know so many of those trademarks. I always get so excited and then, you know, my dad had worked for Disney for many years and he would just be like mm, don't get too excited. It's just going to go on the side of a building. Rachel, it's don't, don't get too excited. <laughs> so I always take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> we'll see. All right, so I'm going to stop talking about Mara Jade now because um, if I don't, this whole podcast will just turn into the Mara Jade Skywalker Appreciation Podcast. And, you know, maybe that's what you signed up for, but it's it's not what these guys did. So um, Ryan has some news about, you know, what this day in Star Wars history was like. You know, he says it's not very exciting, but for me, it is thrilling. So <laughs> what do you got, Ryan? Thrilling is one way to put it, yes. We did May the 4th last week, the big day, the big launch of the podcast. But as math serves us to believe, May 11th comes a week later. And there's a lot of comic book releases. There's a few deaths within the Star Wars family. But one thing caught my eye that I needed to bring to attention that we need to talk about this day in Star Wars history of May 11th and that was a book that is designated for Jedi readers in Step 2, which, for all you out there, those are young readers with probably between the grades of 1 and 3. And that is... Mom, I made it! You made it. You're a big kid now. You're going to be I'm reading. I'm a big kid now. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I can read the books. <laughs> and the first step you get is Star Wars Episode 1, Anakin to the Rescue. That's right. Yay! I just want to say I don't condone this. This is the devil's work. <laughs> like, the cover for this, he sent it, and what did you say? You just, I think you put, oh boy. Yeah. Soon or as, something like that. As soon as I saw it, I had to. Oh, buddy. I want to know why the protocol droid has feminine features. I have just a that's, lot of questions. That's a waitress droid. I have, I wish I didn't know that. It kind of, um. it kind of looks like the droid. <laughs> what was the droid called from the Jetsons? Oh no! It looks I a little like I that. never watched the Jetsons. All right, it kind of looks a little. I know what you're talking yeah, about, a little like but that. I don't know the name. But it's equally cursed, though. You guys gotta check this. Just in Google, type in Anakin to the rescue. You will find the cover of this book. Jar Jar, Anakin, and one of Anakin's little buddies are giving chase to this protocol droid, and she's like got the arms she's up in the air, screaming. It's something to see. She's she's me running at Hayden Christensen. That's yeah. That's a good. That's a good. Yes, a good image right there. Um, I love how it took you guys a minute to process that. You're like, mm, what did this girl just say? I was like, wait a minute. I, 
I I'm thought just, we were the ones stalking Hayden Christensen. What is what is she doing? <laughs> I'm I I'm ashamed that I've recognized this book from my youth. Uh-huh. Um, I never read it because I thought the cover looked abysmal, but I recognize it for that purpose. Yes. Listen, it it was great literature. What are you doing? The hard hitting stuff. Yes, in 1999 we got this one. It's 48 pages, but pretty much in this book, Anakin's told to wait for Qui Gon outside the Jedi Temple, and you know what? Anakin hates waiting. He hates sand, and he hates waiting. Apparently now, so he hates waiting in sand. That would be awesome. the worst case scenario. Yeah, that would be the worst thing that could have happened to the man boy at this point in time apparently but yes he's hanging outside the jedi temple jar jar's there with him there's a lost little boy that anakin has to help and through that he wants to be brave he wants to be a good little jedi and they try and help this boy and craziness ensues i won't go too much further into that but yes <laughs> come on did you read it i have not read this book do you think you will? I will absolutely read this. I'll, that'll be my homework I will for next read it. week. Okay, Ryan, my question is, is this Legends? It would be it's Legends, Legends. Yeah. Legends. Okay, because I have every single Legends book in an EPUB format on my computer. So oh, I no. I will go and read this book tomorrow and I will report back. <laughs> there we go. We will, yes, let's, let's do a deep dive. Let's talk about this more next week. <laughs> Anakin to the rescue. <laughs> Your guys' homework right now, if you can read it, read it. If you can look up the cover, at least, do that. But I gave you the brief plot summary that we got from this one. It's perfect. It's going to be something. But, yeah, let's make this a continuous segment of stuff we have to look at, and then we will look at it for next week. (laughs) This is evolving now from just this day in Star Wars history to a bit of homework as well. Now we have homework. Now we have homework. I'm I'm on the Star Wars wiki. Uh-huh. Um, looking at this, and I can't help but notice that it says it's the first appearance of a character named Finn, uh, spelled F-I-N-N. So I wonder if this this mm. inspired J.J. Abrams. It was literature. I'm telling you, wow. this is the most important piece of Star Wars lore. It could be. It yeah. I really hope there's a star- stormtrooper who takes off his helmet named Finn in this, and that's what we got spiral up. <laughs> I can't wait to read this I book. Think now. The code. If I had to guess, Finn is the the infant child that Anakin is is carrying around. Mm. We're dragging around, I should say. Likely. Listen, he's doing his best, okay? Can we talk about how irresponsible it is for Quagon to leave two children with Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> yes. Listen. Like he's Jar Jar a walking Binks. hazard. Jar Jar Binks becomes a senator. Don't insult the man like this, okay? He also grants Palpatine emergency powers, like sparking <laughs> the, the rise of the Galactic Empire. He's not a good person. Shh. Shh. He... He's never done anything wrong in his life, okay? E- episode he crashed Boss Nass's ship. Episode one. He was one. nice to Padme, and, th- and and that's all that matters to me. So okay. <laughs> episode one kind of seemed like Qui Gon respected him a little more than at least Obi Wan did. <laughs> Qui Gon grabbed his <laughs> grabbed his tongue in midair and told him not to do that again. <laughs> in a respectful fashion. And you know. And he then pulled the tongue and then let go and slingshotted it back into his face. He oh, knew how man. to make it stop. You know, if people just knew how to make Jar Jar stop, that's, that's none a good of this point. stuff would have happened. He understood it. It's called like, a lobotomy. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Jar Jar alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. It's it's reasons like this why he became a Sith Lord. That's all I was saying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. You all, you all had it coming. 
<laughs> he had to do it to you. All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I quit the podcast. Oh, it's no. done. It's well, over. we had it for half it an episode. And, it was. It was a one and done. <laughs> oh well. Well, before you go, we did ask you to do one more thing. So. Yes. We'll put a pin in our This Day in Star Wars History. We'll come back, touch on this, and we'll bring you something new next week in this segment. But we need to learn about we need to learn a new word in star, a Star Wars language. Now I, We got a Star Word. A Star Word. Yes. I keep forgetting that we did decide that's what we're gonna call this segment, the Star Words. You know, it's a process. It, it may stay Star Word. It may not. Who's who's to say? For now, it is Star Word. Um, I have an equally ridiculous word, um, as our last discussion. Um, now, an interesting thing about this word is, is that it comes from a book that I just find absolutely fascinating. Um, that's called Galactic Phrasebook and Travel Guide. And it basically will give you a whole bunch of different phrases that you could use, like if you were traveling around the galaxy. Okay. And... Um, you know, it comes from the phrase Cheska Yoho Kimba Bulumba, which is in Huddies, you know, okay. the wonderful language. Yes. As Justin you, Justin mentioned last week, that is one of the top three languages that we should be yes. learning if we want to speak in Star Wars, any Star Wars fashion. Yeah. Yes. So if you if you want to pick up more of it, you can get this book. I'm pretty sure it may be out of print. I don't know. It looks ancient, but you know, you can give it a try. Um, and basically, that means do you offer vegetarian cuisine? So for all of our vegetarians out there, um, you know, you can just ask Cheska Yoho Kimba Kimba Balumba, and so Kimba Balumba means you know vegetarian cuisine. So hot dogs strike me as the type to ask for vegetarian options. Listen, they contain multitudes. I guess there's that one really buff hut. He probably would ask for vegetarian stuff. Listen, sometimes you can eat a bunch of salad and you're still not going to be thin. So the genetics of the huts, maybe they just don't go in their favor, you know? That's probably fair. They are like a slug people. (laughs) I don't think there's a lot you can do for a slug to to thin down. You see, you say that, um, but there's a character called Gracchus the Hut. Oh, and no. if you if you look up, I'll send a picture of Gracchus the Hut to the Discord in general. But Gracchus the Hut, he he does the Kimba Balumba for sure. Holy, he's a he's a, he's a buff man. Hut, Give me I a guess moment. you'd say that's a thick hut right moment. there. He's a beefy boy. Yeah. Oh, he's a beefy boy. Although maybe less Kimba Balumba and more like just beef. Yeah, you know, more like lean. I don't know. Lean uh, huts could be like hippos. They only. Vegetarian stuff, <laughs> maybe. Beefcake, the Java. Hug, I mean, I mean, Java once ate a person, so I guess not him. Who did Java That's eat? Meat. Who did he eat? You know, <laughs> if you look up Java eating person, you'll see. But it was in a comic. <laughs> oh no! This is just unnamed you know, person. Java eating person. <laughs> it's one of the worst. Man. It's one of the worst frames in a comic I've ever seen. Oh wow! Um, once again, I'll put it in general. Uh, this is. Java eating a person. Oh no! This is disgusting <laughs> to see. Yuck! No, stop! Each meal, each is is basically the sound effect that we got there. She looks yeah. She looks like a who from Whoville too. It could be a crossover. <laughs> no. oh, uh, That's gross. Yeah. Horton hears a hut. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Listen, if if I didn't already quit, I'm quitting now. <laughs> oh no! Oh wow! 
This is this has been a lot. So, yeah. This has been a lot. Kim, Kimba Balumba, I present to you vegetarian cuisine in, in Hadis. I I am sure it's going to be very useful for you in in your life. It now yeah after seeing that picture of Java, I'll be all over the Kimba Balumba. <laughs> you'll you'll never forget it. Ever Kimba Balumba stand right here. That's all it is. <laughs> My God. All right. Well, thank you for Kimba Balumba new word you're very welcome for this week in hut knees and with that we have one more thing to talk about before we exit exit this episode yes. and what would that be justin we're going to talk about the uh the andor photos that leaked i don't know if everyone's seen them um i know i think me and rachel have seen them i don't know about you ryan i'm just about to open them up and look first reactions I... live on the podcast it's nothing too crazy but it does confirm that we're going to see my favorite iteration of the Stormtrooper, the Shore Trooper. Yes. Uh, which we're seeing on Scarif in Rogue One and recently in Season 2 of The Mandalorian. I actually made a t-shirt with their helmet on it um, that Disney Aww. tried to take down, but that's cool. <laughs> that's all right. Um, Listen, I'm a lawyer. I can't, I can't really... I can't really dispute that too much. <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, no, these set photos, they give us a look at his outfit. Mm-hmm. Very Han Solo-esque, I think. Yeah. You know, he's got the vest. Just a bit lighter in Brown. color, but yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I think it's cool that uh, it it shows that Cassian Andor is on its its way. It's um, It looks like they're utilizing practical effects because of the sets in the background, assuming that that's sets and not just in between shots. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see Scarif troopers, which I don't know if that means he's going to Scarif. I don't know if uh, that means they're going to be on another tropical planet, or if you know, short troopers are just not really confined to anywhere. If they are just a specialty trooper, so yeah. What yeah. do you guys think of that? You can you can kind of see like a like a palm tree behind mm-hmm. him, so they're definitely in some form of like tropical location. But I guess we'll see if it's Scarif or not. It's interesting to me that they've got a green screen because I thought they were going to utilize the uh, the big surrounding screen that they did with for the Mando. Oh, yes. I think, what do they call it? The volume? Yeah, yeah. the volume. Yeah. yeah, the volume. Well, just looking at this, now I loved Rogue One, the Star Wars story. Like they, Rightfully so. Like It was an amazing film. I would totally watch that great. anytime. Cassian Andor, we know, came from that show or sorry, that movie, to get his own show that we're going to get on Disney+. Plus. And that's where these photos are coming from, I guess, the set photos of Cassian walking around. Now, I've been on record to say, with this Andor show, I don't care about it at all. It has not <laughs> won any excitement from me for some reason. I thought the movie was so perfect Yeah. that telling me that he's going to be in a show has not swayed me to be excited for this show at all. Okay. What? <laughs> are you are you hoping that we now make you excited, Ryan? What, what, do you, are you guys excited, I guess I should ask first. And if you are, <laughs> yes. what makes you so excited about this? I'll go first. Um, I'm excited because it's an espionage show, apparently. And I don't think we've ever seen an espionage-themed, like, full-on series. We've gotten episodes in Rebels and Clone Wars where people are undercover. But have we ever really gotten, like, an espionage sort of long series, like, long long version story, you know? Yeah. I, so. I remember this one scene in a movie that 
they were trying to do a little espionage and find a character in a casino while there was these very large horse things running around the track on the outside. It was a well-received... I remember being well-received in the movie. So. <laughs> yeah, it did really... It went over really well. Yes. Now, listen, listen, Ryan, though. Here's the thing. Here's, here's I think, what's going to hook you, okay? Okay. I don't know if you remember, but Ahsoka Tano got her role mm-hmm. of Fulcrum yes. from Cassian Andor. I did not so, remember that's where well, she got her role from. Well, okay, wait, Ish. kind of. Okay. Ish. They said in the Clone Wars that, that she was using Anakin's subspace frequency, which was called Fulcrum, and then I think yes. he adopted it from her, but we don't know that. Yes, yes. so like, okay. it's, uh, the timeline is a little wishy-washy. We don't know what's going on there, but there is a connection there between what came him. first, the Fulcrum or the Andor? Yes, right, exactly. Who's to say? Okay. But so I think that it is going to be, again, no coincidence that we are getting our Ahsoka TV show and our Cassian Andor TV show in the same run. I think that we will kind of find out more about what that Fulcrum role has been and how it has been passed down through the Rebellion and such over time. So I think that'll be fun. I'm excited for that. See, now that's a good pitch for this show is something like that happens. <laughs> Because as when in doubt, when in doubt, at Ahsoka. At Ahsoka. When in doubt, at Ahsoka. She's cured everything so far. Not that anything <laughs> she was in was ever had anything wrong with it, but she's only made things better. No. She's like Jar Jar Binks. She's never done anything <laughs> wrong in her life. <laughs> that's that's what Misa say. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, so something like that. That's very interesting. Espionage. Yes, I'm. Leaning more towards that, we obviously haven't had any good aspects. Rogue One may be the closest thing we've had to some sort of sneakiness. Mm-hmm. That the solo a solo a bit, solo a, a bit, bit. If you like to remember solo bit. ever, but I do every day. Of I my like life. solo. I know you both do. <laughs> Paul Bettany, like the true Star Wars fans you guys are, you love solo. <laughs> I love everything that's not um, Ewoks, the animated series. <laughs> Listen, sometimes I'm picky about my Star Wars, honestly, but I did really enjoy Solo. I had a good time. It was fun. Well, I guess we have to start getting excited for Andor, because that's coming very soon. Do we know if it's coming this year or next year? <laughs> it's next year, I think. I think it's early Who's next year, say? isn't it? We're in a panorama. Uh, that's true. I don't know. Yeah. But I guess if they continue with, like, we got Ahsoka, and obviously that Fulcrum storyline... That screams espionage right there, and if we're pulling off some sort of crazy heist or infiltration that Rogue One lend it to, that Solo lend it to a little bit, that's an interesting storyline. I just don't want like a live-at-home comedy with Casting Andor and his modern family, and mm. they're kind of hanging out and just doing little things. I would like this to have a large impact. Obviously mm-hmm. not like the Star Wars saga, or sorry, the Skywalker saga has the biggest impact, and it would land smaller than that, but similar to a show that we aren't talking about this week that recently released on Disney+, Plus, we will probably bring it up next week, I believe, though, in The Bad Batch, another show I went into expecting no impact at all, and that's what I expect with this show, too, in Andor. They didn't. They haven't shown me any of the legwork yet that I'm super excited for. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, we don't even have a poster yet. So mm-hmm. they really, 
They haven't, the most, they haven't given any work at all. We got leaked set photos. The most <laughs> we have besides the pics is, uh, I think, a word mark. Like we yeah. have the logo. We have the logo. Okay. So, you know, so my, I don't blame you for the logo not absolutely, you know, entrapping you. <laughs> now then. My question to you, Ryan. Yes. Is you went into Bad Batch with no expectations. And I, I guess you liked it, I like to think. We'll talk about that next we'll talk week. Talk about that next week. I'm not going to lead to anything because I know <laughs> one um, of us have not seen it yet. This, I'm this so is not. Sorry. No, this isn't. No, this okay. isn't the point. This isn't the point. Yeah, of tournament. We just wanted to so hammer home. Into bad that we will talk about it. Yeah. You went into Bad Batch without any expectations. Yeah. You're going into Andor with no expectations. You got it. Are you going into Anakin to the rescue with no expectations? <laughs> now you can't do that to me. Anakin to the rescue has very high expectations right now. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Based I'll on the cover alone. Based on the cover alone. I'll send alone, you that EPUB. Please do, because I'm. You know. I'm gonna read it right away. Forty-eight pages. Forty-eight pages of my life. If it's not in my Star Wars Legends folder, I'm gonna be really pissed off. Honestly, if I go to open my my laptop later and it's not there, I'm gonna have to do some hunting. I'm gonna yeah. have to be looking on Google Books yeah. for Anakin to the rescue. Need to I apologize in advance to the people listening. My chair is really noisy. That's all right. It adds some spice. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so back to Andor and the show. Do you guys think we're going to get a whole new cast of characters besides Andor and Ahsoka? Potentially mm-hmm. Ahsoka, of course, as we've just been theorizing. But who else would you guys theorize? Are we going to see any more familiar faces? Or do you think it's all new characters? I think mm-hmm. we'll see Rebels characters. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. Like all? Because I think... A- some. I think we'll see Hera. We might see Kanan. Yeah. And we'll probably be see Zeb since he's an alien. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I think that a big also kind of plot that they're doing with a lot of these shows is to reintegrate Rebels into into the kind of bigger scheme of things. So I think we will, wherever they can fit in some Rebels characters, I think, I think they'll be doing it. So we'll see what happens there. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Leia, honestly, as well. Um, Ooh. I think you because know who we will see. I'm calling it right now. Bail Organa. Mm, I think so too. That's probably yeah, good. Jimmy Smith will be back. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I think they might they might have Bail and Leia there doing it in some capacity for some small cameos or something like that because you know they've already they've already got the Fisher's blessings to do Leia okay. in certain forms and I think that if it's something that excites Billy Lord, I think that it will get done. So I don't will. We'll have to watch out for that. I don't know. Because if it's something that's going to be about the Rebellion and about doing missions for the Rebellion, the first thing that's going to come to mind is Leia is in charge of these missions. You know, she's a lot of the person, like a lot of the people at the highest, you know, level who's saying, I need you to go and do this for me. Leia is one of those people. So We got Mon Mothma again recently, right? She was in a Rogue One. It was Rogue One? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was the same so actress she- that played her in Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Okay, okay. Do we think that's possible? That's probability. Oh yeah. oh yeah. 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 I think we'll I think see so. the same kind of cast of characters that we saw in Rogue One at the forefront, which was Bale and Mon Mothma and and Leia and that kind of crew. And I think they'll add in Hera and and etc. Mm-hmm. The people that we've only seen in animated stuff that has also been a part of that crew. I think they'll that'll be a good bridge for them to come in. You know who we could it. also see? We could also see Bo-Katan. Yeah. She's so around. Too. Yeah, we do have yeah. that now. Yeah, she's a fan favorite. You know, fan favorite. Be easy. Just come across her on a on a planet somewhere. Even doesn't even really have to be super involved. But 
And you've got the actress. Yeah, use her. Katie Sackhoff Depending. seems all in on it too. Like she's happy yeah, to play oh, that oh, character. Sure. Yeah. Depending on the timeline of when it takes place, we could get Darth Maul if they wanted to get crazy. That's true. I doubt it, but it's possible. Yeah. Okay. So see, we likely sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say these are the theories I need to start getting excited for the show because now that we're throwing this around, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm interested to see yeah. if this is all possible. I, yeah. You know who I, I if I could pick one person to be in it, who I'd want would be to bring back the CGI Peter Cushing. Mm. I love yeah. Grand Moff Tarkin so much. Yeah. He's be fun. Oh, also also Krennic. Those two guys. Yeah. Okay. So. Krennic is good. I wish we could get more Mads Michelson in, in anything. Oh, that's true. That would be nice. I agree. That's because true. I worship that man. But you know So do I. <laughs> you know. Do you but, mean yeah, I mean, Mads I'd, Nicholson, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, I'm really excited to just see Cassian with his little robot friend, too, you know? Because they pretty much said that Kay is going to be in it, I think. Uh, they said he's not going to be in season one, but there might be a season two. Yeah, because I know there's so. a discussion of him potentially being involved, but... Mm-hmm. I, and I think they, yeah. yeah, and I think that they may keep a little mum on that and, and deliberately lie in some ways to get a nice little surprise there, too. They've been okay. doing a good job at, at hiding these surprises from leaking, so... Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, you hide Luke Anything Skywalker from anyone. <laughs> that's... Right? That's, yeah, that's fair. If you can hide Luke Skywalker for a year, you can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Hiding, like, a... At this point, a lesser-known character probably a lot easier to do for sure well a lot of what they do is they don't tell the actors everything like um so it doesn't leak like i know katie sackoff said that when they were on the set um they were told that the cgi jedi was going to be plo coon (laughs) (laughs) so it wasn't that reminds me of when they had they had the two scripts for uh, mm-hmm. empire so when they filmed empire everybody else had a script that said luke i killed your father no, it was Luke or, Obi-Wan no, killed your father. Oh, oh, yeah, it was something. Yeah. It, was, it was something like that. It was a totally different line, and so the only people that knew what the line was was... Did he even Mark know? Mark Hamill no. didn't know. No, it was only... Or did he? He may have. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not a little sure. fuzzy. I can't remember. I, I think maybe he may have known, but it would have. he would have been told, like, right at... Like, right before filming? Like, right before, yeah. Irvin Kershner and George Lucas knew? Yeah, and so it leaked... Like that mm-hmm. Obi-Wan killed his father or that Vader killed his father, whatever the line is, it got out and it was in the newspapers and stuff in yep. the town. And so it was really, really funny when you went and see, saw the movie and it was a completely different line. It, and that's, I think, part of the reason why I Am Your Father is so iconic a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's insane that I've never heard that fact ever. <laughs> but I feel like that adds even more weight to an already like iconic line. It's oh, great, yeah. right? Like, that's nuts. And yeah, like, imagine if we did get that version and Obi-Wan had killed him. Yeah. On the, on the fire planet, that's when it happened. No, Mustafar. Oh, I guess it, it could have happened on Mustafar, yeah. He had the high ground. He, he had did. the high ground. That could have been it for him. Jeez, well, <laughs> I think with that, we can probably start coming to a close here on our second episode of the Senate, a Star Wars podcast. And we will come back next week, of course. More news topics to talk about. 
We will study up on Anakin to the rescue. <laughs> I'll do some deep diving on what's happened on the 18th of May. And we'll learn about a new character and we'll learn about a new word. Uh, with that, though. Okay. Yeah, there's lots to look forward to. There's Star Wars. We, again, learned quite a bit from this episode already. Especially going out on <laughs> a big thing so like that. There's so much more. And there's so much more to learn. I'm assuming you guys know it because you guys haven't been like researching much or anything. You're just casually talking to me as all this is coming out. <laughs> and you're blowing my mind. So I can't wait to... Yeah, I had about five, five minutes of prep time. And you got this much out of me, so Jesus. can't wait. <laughs> yes, there's so much more to learn for us out there. Who, if you guys have reacted like I have to half this stuff, you're pretty mind blown too. So I can't wait to see what else we unearth. But yes, I think we're only available right now on Anchor or Spotify. iTunes is being a little weird about us uploading our podcast right now. So if you guys have listened on Anchor or Spotify, thank you so much for giving us a giving us a listen and if you thank you if you shared thank you so much if you shared the good word that we're coming out here we appreciate that too we hope to expand more in the in the future uh from there absolutely let's let's do our individual plugs rachel what are you up to outside of this um you can find me on uh twitch i play a lot of video games at destiny rachel destiny r-a-c-h-a-e-l um, I play a lot of Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, Star Wars bullshit. We just we love we love to watch me play video games badly. So if you're interested in that content and me crying, you can find me there. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Destiny Rach, and uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. Right on, Justin. I'm I, I do art. I'm on Instagram and Twitter under the handle Thalus Art. That's T H O U L E S S Art. Um, yeah, so I do mostly prequel art, a lot of other art. I'm branching out, though. So, yeah, you can follow me if you want. I do stream. I did a, we did a charity stream. Thank you to everyone who showed up, by the way. Um, that was very fun. Um, so, yeah, on Twitch, same handle, Thaldesert. Yeah. Oh, let me, let me finish my Twitch plug, by the way, because you just reminded me. This month, <laughs> um, this month I am doing charity streams all month long, so if you want to donate to St. Jude, hit up twitch.tv slash destinyrachel and throw some money for the kids, if you wish. Um, I, I'll, play horror, I'll play horror games. I'm terrified of horror, so if you want to see that, go for it. Help I the kiddos. I saw it. I find, yeah. I, Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I saw Alien Isolation was on there, and I really hope to see that oh gameplay, because that's one of my favorite games of all time. Oh my god. I remember when Jess attempted to play it with you, and it was just, it was Nightmare Fuel, and I was I only watched about five minutes, so can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, you guys are doing great work raising money on Twitch, so anyone out there, make sure to check out both of them on Twitch.tv, and I do nothing fun, so don't worry about me. Oh, Ryan, you're so fun. With that, then, we will catch you guys next week, and we still didn't come up with a catchy ending to go out on. Anyone got a good Star Wars quote for this week? Because May the 4th does not apply. Could May uh... the 7th be with you? <laughs> or I guess the 11th? The 11th? <laughs> mm, I don't know how many days we can we can have be with them. Yeah, we can't I don't know it. if there's a limit. All of May. <laughs> can't milk it too much. Is, it, is there milk? an opposite to, to hello there? Goodbye there. Goodbye. <laughs> you mean goodbye here. Goodbye, goodbye here. here. <laughs> it's 
that that's how we're starting them now. Hello there. Goodbye here. Hello, goodbye here. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> we'll we'll see ya. Yep. Goodbye here. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye here. We'll see you at the next meeting of the Senate. <laughs>